Hi, everybody. This is Stefan Molyneux from Freedom Main Radio. Hey, how was your weekend? On Saturday, September the 17th, 2016, three separate attacks rocked the United States of America. A morning bombing in New Jersey targeting a Marine charity run, an evening stabbing spree by a radical Muslim in Minnesota, and a bombing in New York City which left 29 people injured. Now, mainstream media coverage of these attacks was surprisingly light, although maybe not so surprising in light of a few facts we'll get to in a moment or two. But first, let's look at these attacks. New Jersey. An explosion from a suspected improvised explosive device, IED, in a garbage can sparked the cancellation of the Seaside Semper 5 5K Marine Corps charity run in Seaside Park, New Jersey, on Saturday morning. Three additional pipe bomb-type devices were also found near the boardwalk. Ocean County Prosecutor's Office spokesman Al Delafave said, quote, If it was just a matter of minutes in terms of difference, there would have been a good number of people running past that explosive device. It is a real shame that that charitable run that does so many great things for the Marines is now cancelled. No word on when it will be rescheduled. But that's where we're at right now. Run participant Lois Cordaro said, It's the new reality. It, it never happens in my backyard. But now, it's in my backyard. Resident Chris Laniv said, It's scary you don't expect it around here. It's not something you see around here. It was like a firework went off next to your ear. And, by the by, the start of the race was actually delayed a few minutes because of an unattended backpack. And uh, if the race had started on time, of course, people had been going past these series of um, suspected IEDs. Uh, the carnage would have been appalling and, of course, would have reminded everyone of the uh, appalling mutilations and deaths of the Boston Marathon bombing. Law enforcement analyst Tom Fuentes said, It could be somebody that has grievance against the U.S. military, possibly the Marine Corps specifically, and have nothing to do with an overseas-inspired attack like ISIS. So it still could be terrorism without being international, without being Al-Qaeda or ISIS or another affiliated group. Monmouth County Sheriff Sean Golden said, We are asking the public to stay vigilant. If you see something, say something. Oh, yes, the Post-attack cliches were rolling out in full force over the weekend. If you see something, say something. It's too early to jump to conclusions. It's not terrorism. It's a work-related. It's a workplace violence-related incident. It's an accident. It's a gas leak. Uh, we're not going to change anything. We're not going to be cowed. We're not going to be uh, beaten down. We're not going to. But then we're going to change everything. We're gonna, <laughs> but more police are going to be out on the streets. So, uh, it's crazy. So if you see something, say something. Unless, of course, you're the mainstream media, in which case, uh, falsify, misdirect, and obfuscate as much as humanly possible in defense of the great Hillary. What happened in Minnesota? Eight people were injured at a St. Cloud, Minnesota shopping mall during a stabbing spree by a man armed with a knife and dressed in a private security uniform. The suspect made reference to Allah during the attack and reportedly asked at least one of the victims if they were a Muslim before stabbing them. The suspect was shot and killed by an off-duty police officer. Hmm. Almost like there's some potential value in the Second Amendment. Almost. According to witness Danny Carranza, quote, People came running around the corner and I freaked out because I thought it was a terrorist attack or something because I saw a lot of people, so I grabbed my kids. I ran as much as I could and I heard someone yell, Stop! Stop! As soon as the door shut, I heard gunshots. Imagine that. You're in the mall with your children on a Saturday. Bang, bang, bang. Screaming, running. 
stabbing, stabbing blood on the tiles. Imagine your life savings is invested in that more. Witness Harley Exted said, All of a sudden I heard, pop, pop, pop. I thought someone tipped over a shelf. All of a sudden these people started running. I, I just saw everyone running our way. Police sources indicate they had had three previous encounters with the suspect, mostly for minor traffic violations. St. Cloud Police Chief William Blair Anderson said, We will be diligent to get to the bottom of this. Starting tomorrow, things won't be the same here. Whether that was a terrorist attack or not, I'm not willing to say that right now, because we just don't know. I guess the mainstream media, in the same way that uh, in France, when radicals uh, drove down a bunch of French tourists and residents, uh, they said uh, it was a truck attack. I guess they'll refer to this as simply an <laughs> Macbeth-style ungrabbed knife attack. ISIS has claimed responsibility for the Minnesota stabbing spree. And uh, why Minnesota? Well, hard to say, but there are a few facts that might point us in the right direction. In Minnesota, approximately 428,000 residents are foreign-born, including over 95,000 refugees. Nearly one in six children, who are 0 to 19 in Minnesota, has at least one immigrant parent. One in every five refugees resettled in Minnesota by the federal government tested positive for latent tuberculosis. In 2014, in other areas in the United States, they're thinking of welcoming back leprosy. What happened in New York? Well, an explosion from another suspected improvised explosive device, or IED, in a dumpster rocked the Chelsea neighborhood in New York City on Saturday night, injuring at least 29 people, including an 8-year-old boy. All of the victims are reported to have minor injuries, except one who remains in critical condition. Now... Chelsea is only 90 minutes away from the bombing bombing we just talked about in New Jersey. And of course, this is mere days after the 15th anniversary of the 9-11 terrorist attacks. According to New York City Councilman Corey Johnson, quote, This is a very dense area. The whole block is restaurants and residences, and this area on a warm Saturday night is an area swarming with people. It also has a significant gay population, which, I don't know, might turn out to be relevant in some manner. According to witness Rudy Alcide, quote, It was an extremely loud noise. Everything was shaking. The windows were shaking. It was extremely loud, almost like thunder, but louder. Witness Emily Brookstein said, I was eating at the restaurant Mira with my family, and we heard a huge noise, and the entire restaurant shook. My dad thought it was thunder, but we obviously realized later that it, that, that wasn't the case. We, we came out of the restaurant and could see smoke. Some say it was a subway bomb, but... It was definitely an explosion. Witness C.C. Mallet, quote, It was really loud. It hurt my eardrums. My 10-year-old boy was sat in the back seat of the car and the explosion blew the back window out. With construction in the area, I, I, I thought something big fell. Witness Laurie Michali said, We just came back and the street was shut down. The... There's a lot of police here. We don't feel unsafe. There were attacks in Paris. There's not a place you can be safe. And that's where we are. Early speculation centered around the possibility of a gas leak, but authorities have since ruled that out. See, when a dumpster blows up, that's not where they store the gas, people. Because <sighs> the only plus is that it's unlikely that the witnesses in future will mistake these explosions 
for thunder. And just by the by, this is blaming it on gas leaks and other things. There was a Central Park bombing earlier this year that blew off some poor guy's foot. He was climbing on rocks. And uh, de Blasio blamed fireworks. But the FBI did later confirm that it was a bomb. That bombing remains unsolved. A second improvised explosive device was discovered four blocks from the Chelsea explosion at 27th Street and 6th Avenue and has been removed by the NYPD as of 2.30 a.m. Photographs of the device, a pressure cooker with exposed wires, connected to an apparent cell phone or timer, have sparked comparisons to the Boston Marathon bombings in 2013. It has also been reported that a note was attached to the second device, but its contents have not been released at this time. And I don't know about you, but I live in a world where if the contents of a note are not released, it's because it does harm to some special voting bloc of the Democrats. We'll get to that in a few minutes. Like Vesta Flanagan, uh, the uh, guy who shot up the reporters, uh, his manifesto was never released for reasons that we can only, of course, speculate on. And of course, in 2005, several were arrested um, who had uh, pressure cooker-related bomb plots. New York State Governor Andrew Cuomo said, quote, a bomb exploding in New York is an act of terror, but not limited to international terrorism. That's how we're going to consider it. We have no reason to believe at this time there is any further immediate threat, but just to err on the side of caution, we will be deploying close to an additional 1,000 New York State Police and National Guard people to police the bus terminals, airports, and subway stations. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio said, There is no evidence at this point of a terror connection to this incident. This is preliminary information. It's something we will be investigating very carefully. But there is no evidence of this point of a terror connection. That's a bit of an odd way of putting it, but that's what he said. To which we can only say, so what? There's no evidence space aliens did it either. Either there's no evidence it was spontaneously combusted by magical elves. I mean, if you don't have any evidence, then you can't rule anything out. De Blasio also wanted to say, I also want to affirm that based on what we know, at this hour, there is no specific connection to the incident in New Jersey. Again, it is too early to say anything definitive on those questions, but there is no specific evidence of a connection at this point. And uh, this, of course, was uh, duly reported by the media, the don't panic, there's no connection, nothing whatsoever. Um, although, when a crazy white guy shoots up a black church, somehow it's white racism as a whole, but hey, <laughs> it's a whole different topic. Must be a big relief to the people clinging to life in a hospital or the person clinging to life in a hospital that it was not, maybe not be international in scope. Bill de Blasio also went on to say, there is no specific or credible threat against New York City at this point in time from any terror organization. So as we are analyzing what happened here, we are doing it against a backdrop where we have no credible or specific threat at this moment. I wonder if there were specific incredible threats against the mall in Minnesota where the guy stabbed a whole bunch of people. This is not an argument. De Blasio said, We do want to be very clear. We believe at this point in time that this was an intentional act. Yeah, they've got some videos of people dropping the suspected IEDs into the dumpster. He also said, Now I want to be clear. Whatever the cause, whatever the intention here, New Yorkers will not be intimidated. We are not going to let anyone change who we are or how we go about our lives. Yes, you are. You're just deploying a thousand extra police and National Guard. 
And I would say for the people who are injured, particularly the person in hospital, yeah, I think their day has taken a little bit of a different trajectory. Where the hell was all this happening after 9-11, after the bombing, after the planes were flown into the towers in New York? What happened then? Did, did, um, oh, we're not going to let it change any part of our lives? Okay, then why the Patriot Act? Why the invasion of Iraq and Afghanistan? And oh. Of course you're going to let it change your lives. The whole point of terrorism is this random stuff that's supposed to terrify people into changing their lives. And there's arguments that the bombings in New York were specifically designed to injure, not to kill. That's how they're built. That's what they're filled with. CBS said, Despite de Blasio's attempt to calm the public, law enforcement sources told CBS News that the Joint Terrorism Task Force is ramping up operations in New York. As usual, supporters of the Islamic State took to social media to celebrate the attacks in New Jersey, Minnesota, and New York. Sample comments. The lions of the caliphate roar in New York. We cause you pain inside your house, the carrier of the cross. And, oh God, burn America. Take revenge in the name of your oppressed slaves and believers' blood. You can find more of this kind of stuff. I don't really want to read it, but it's there if you want it. So, Donald Trump's been warning about terrorism, and therefore this immediately takes a political slant. Donald Trump in Colorado Springs, Colorado said, I must tell you that just before I got off the plane, a bomb went off in New York, and nobody knows what's going on. But boy, are we living in a time we better get very tough, folks. We better get very, very tough. It's a terrible thing that's going on in our world, in our country, and we are going to get tough and smart and vigilant. Now, despite Trump being completely accurate in his description of the incident, Hillary Clinton and the mainstream media, two sides of the same coin, attacked him. Yahoo said, Donald Trump tells a crowd a bomb went off in New York, though officials had not confirmed cause of explosion. Slate, Trump tells crowd, bomb went off in New York, proceeds to brag about polls. New York Daily News. Clinton criticizes Trump for rushing to call New York City explosion. Bomb. Mike. Donald Trump says, bomb went off in New York before official confirmation. Bustle. Donald Trump describes the New York City explosion as a bomb without the slightest clue whether that's accurate. Washington Post. Trump says, bomb went off in New York before details of explosion confirmed. Newsmax. Trump declares bomb went off in New York City before anybody knew. So basically, everyone who's reading this understood that Donald Trump was right about it being a bomb before it was confirmed. Hmm, I'm not sure that hugely harms stuff. Uh, and what are, they, what are they saying about New York? Oh yeah, see, in New York, ah, just things blow up all the time. It, it's like Mordor with, with airstrikes and meteors just all over the place. And what other people are getting, namely me, and hopefully you, is that the liberal media seems to be more outraged about Trump calling the New York City bombing a bombing than the actual bombing itself. See, because attacking Trump helps, helps the liberals, or helps the left, helps the Dems, helps Hillary, whereas actually talking about um, attacks in America, which Donald Trump has been warning about for quite some time, does not help Hillary, and therefore that must all be downplayed. Hillary Clinton said, I've been, <clears throat> I've been briefed about the bombings in New York and New Jersey and the attack in Minnesota. Obviously, we need to do everything we can to support our first responders, also to pray for the victims. Now, you can see just up here in the top right, um, I actually did italicize bombings. Uh, emphasis added. Why? So she first said, there are bombings, bombings in New York and New Jersey. 
and the attack in Minnesota, which was obviously a knife attack. So she referred to them as bombings. It's kind of important. She went on to say, We have to let this investigation unfold. We have been in touch with various officials, including the mayor's office in New York, to learn what they are discovering as they conduct this investigation. And I'll have more to say about it when we actually know the fact, the facts. So, when this was said, a reporter, um, oh, I should have put that in quotes, a reporter, said, Secretary Clinton, do you have any reaction to the fact that Donald Trump, immediately upon taking the stage tonight, called the explosion in New York a bomb? So a reporter, quote, reporter, said in response to what Clinton said, Secretary Clinton, do you have any reaction to the fact that Donald Trump, immediately upon taking the stage tonight, called the explosion in New York a bomb? <sighs> so any concern for the victims? Uh, nope, they just want to climb on the wounded bodies to find some way to throw a blow dart into Donald Trump's neck and bring him down politically. Does it have anything to do with any facts? No. Does this reporter, has this reporter listened to the basic fact that Hillary Clinton just talked about the bombings in New York and New Jersey. Um, she just called the explosion in New York a bomb, but apparently it's bad that Donald Trump called the explosion in New York a bomb. I mean, good God. Good Lord, it's completely mad. Now, Hillary Clinton replied and said, Well, I think it's important to know the facts about any incident like this. That's why it's critical to support the first responders, the investigators who are looking into it, trying to determine what did happen. I think it's always wiser to wait until you have information before making conclusions because we are just in the beginning stages of trying to determine what happened. By the way, Hillary did look, to me at least, fairly exhausted in this only 10.30 p.m. press discussion. Now, the fact that Hillary Clinton referred to them as bombings made it a little tough to attack Donald Trump for referring to them as a bombing. CN, CNN's Jake Tapper Channel 4 and Channel 4 News edited Hillary Clinton calling it a bombing. They edited it right out of her original comments to bolster their criticisms of Trump. Now, it's really important to wait until you have information before making conclusions. Um, that's not what happened with Benghazi. With Benghazi, Hillary Clinton blamed it on an internet video when she knew that wasn't even the case. And uh, maybe she'll blame this new stuff on an internet video. I just don't know. But um, this is all part of this mainstream media seppuku for Clinton that is occurring with regards to their credibility. So, what is going on? Well, the Democrats want to import third world immigrants to vote for the Democrats. It's not that complicated. And uh, you've got this, to put it as nicely as possible, U.S. interventionist foreign policy. So you get pretty open borders. You've got a welfare state. You've got subsidies for immigrants. And you have a uh, very aggressive foreign policy. That adds up to potential terrorism. And because Trump has been warning about the dangers of this, every time it happens, the press has to minimize, has to downplay, has to bypass, has to pretend that somehow uh, Trump is, is at fault in all of this. Uh, the press has to deny basic reality because basic reality is on Trump's side. So, yeah, it's a media bias. They want to shield Hillary, Cl Hillary Clinton from a negative press. And this is why you see this kind of underplaying of, you know, three attacks in one day. One already claimed, claimed by ISIS, one targeting a marine charity run, one in New York. And they say, well, it's not really that big a deal internationally. You say, well, it could be terrorism, but it's not international terrorism. Because, you see, international terrorism would remind people that the importation 
uh, of uh, particular groups raises the risk in certain areas of terrorism. So they could say, well, if it's domestic, that's okay, because that's not going to interfere with uh, the left's plan to bring in people to vote for them. I mean, all you have to do, like to understand just how wildly off the mark this is. Imagine that these attacks were against some leftist preferred victim classes. Imagine if it was against feminists or, or blacks or you name it. Would it be a big deal then? Of course it would. Of course it would. So what's going on here, uh, and this is the mainstream media versus what is called the uh, alternative media, which is basically just the honest media, the media that deals with facts. This is a war at the moment, and we're seeing this really crystallize uh, this weekend. This is a war for the future of information. This is a war for the future of facts. This is a war for the future of empiricism. This is a war for the future of reality. Because uh, the larger reality, outside of the immediate reality that we live in, our reality is conditioned by the information that we received. So it is a war for which way the matrix goes, towards reality or towards fantasy. And the mainstream media, as they have been ever since last summer, when they finally came across a Republican who wasn't going to bow down to the bullying of the media and submit graciously to vaguely complaining leftist demands um, and be praised by the media thereby, when they finally got a candidate like Donald Trump who wasn't going to back down in the face of media attacks, of course, they had to escalate. And so the mainstream media is revealing its true colors, as has been suspected for many, many decades. It's, re- it's true colors as the water carrier for the left. So, yeah, mainstream media, keep on doing what you're doing. Don't stop now. Don't reverse course. Commit, commit, commit. Because in so doing, you reveal your true colors and clear the way for just a few rays of light of honesty to strike the political landscape and liberate us all thereby. This is Stefan Molyneux for Freedom Main Radio. Thank you so much for watching. Please, please help support the work that we're doing at freedomainradio.com slash donate.